Well, good morning, Faith Joburg, and a very big welcome to every single one of you. Thank you so much for tuning in on every single media platform that you have available to you. Before you uh, take your seats, please keep on, keep standing. Please keep standing. We're gonna pray. I want you to grab your uh, loved ones' hands, grab their hands with you. Stand together tight to you. Come, I know you're cozy in your gown and in your pajamas. Yes, I know. Just stand up for, for the prayer. Come, let's stand up together. Let's stand. Every one of us, let's stand together. Grab your loved one's hands. And we are going to pray together. In the name of Jesus for the word of God. Thank you, Lord. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for this word that I will deliver today. I pray that it will fall on good ground. Here I am, sir, standing, reporting for duty. I pray that your word, Lord, will touch and will revolutionize your people in their minds, will be transformed in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that people will understand and take understanding and revelation of the word that I will give today. It's not an easy word, Lord. Uh, it's not an easy word. You know, Lord, what we, you and I, went through together this week. I pray that your people will receive this word. In the name of Jesus, I remove every hindrance. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for complete divine revelation of your word and your scripture. I preach the word of God. And in the name of Jesus, your word is life. And your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And your word can cut and penetrate deep and heal and deliver. Your word is power. Your word is life. Your word is love. Your word is you. So I thank you, Lord Jesus, for this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen and amen. All right, please take your seats. Please make yourself nice and comfortable. I have a message for you this morning that's going to touch you, that's going to uh, revolutionize your mind. It's, I, I have the answer. I have the answer right here. I have the answer to this pandemic that we are going through. Yes, do not, don't smile, uh, don't roll your eyes at me. I have the answer. I have the cure for the virus. I have the cure for the virus. It's emotional for me to say it. I have the cure for this pandemic. I have the cure for this virus, for COVID-19. Yes, I do. If you listen carefully, attentively to this word this morning, I know that it will change your life. It will revolutionize your thinking and it will make you understand. I have the cure right here in my notes. Please listen very, very carefully. Take heed to what I'm saying. I pray that it will change your life in the name of Jesus. Okay, I'm going to talk to you about a simple topic called Revelation of Love Perfection. Revelation of Love Perfection. Yes, there he goes again on with this word about love. The more and more I study on this vision that God has given me about the love, the perfect love of God, the more I study about it, the more I realize that there is 
so much more to this perfect love that we need to receive, that we need to get hold of. There's so much more to God than just uh, understanding His peace and His joy and the fruit of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the scriptures we love. And yes, Psalm 91, Psalm 23 and Every other scripture that we love quoting, but there's so much more to it. The love of God, the more I study about this vision that God has given me, the more I want to speak about it because it is all about God and His Word. His Word alone is talking about love. So please let me... Uh, allow me to give you this message this morning revelation of love perfection i pray that you will receive it with open ears ears with an open heart and an open mind in the name of jesus acts chapter 11 acts chapter 11 i don't know if any one of you i have read the book of acts covered uh, to cover from sorry from first chapter to the last chapter i've read the book of acts over and over the acts of the holy spirit through the hands of the apostles and we read about paul and silas and stephen and barnabas and we love all these stories we read about peter in chapter 12 but in chapter 11 it speaks about agabus anybody ever heard the name agabus Acts chapter 11 from verse 27 to verse 30. It says, And in these days, listen carefully, this is exactly what's happening today. And in these days, prophets came from Jerusalem to Antioch. Then one of them named Agabus stood up and showed by the Spirit of God that there was going to be a great famine a pandemic, hello, throughout all the world, which also happened in the days of Claudius Caesar. Look at what it says next. Then the disciples, each according to his ability, the disciples, Jesus' disciples, you and I, the church, each according to his and her own ability determined to send relief to the brethren dwelling in Judea. This they also did and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. Wow! They were going through a pandemic. Agabus proclaimed the word of the Lord. He prophesied that there will be a famine, a, um, a pandemic throughout all the world. And the church reached out and became the answer to the pandemic and gave relief to the pandemic and to the people that were suffering. They sent relief to the people that, 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 that was going through this pandemic season and through this famine through this virus if there's anything right there any one of you caught what i just said right there that's it you can put your smart devices off and go and rest go and cook food go and uh, uh, play outside if you caught this word this is the foundation of this word the church is the answer 
And uh, you might, oh, yeah, okay, okay, fine. You got the answer to COVID-19. Okay, fine. You got the answer to the pandemic, to the virus. Woohoo, the church is the answer. Wait, wait, wait. Before you do anything, before you judge it, before anything else, let me go through this word and let me break it down for you of what the story is talking about. <coughs> First John chapter 4. First John chapter 4. First John. <coughs> First John chapter 4. From verse 12 to 19. 1st John chapter 4 from verse 12 to 19 No one has seen God at any time If we love one another God abides in us and his love has been perfected in us That simply means nobody has seen God face to face But if you want to see the love of God look at one another because God's love has been perfected in us In other words God made us through love he made you and I through love he formed us through love his love is perfected in you and I so when I look at you I see God because I see the love of God that is in you he made you in his love so when I look at you I see God when you look at me you see God by this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit <coughs> And we have seen and, and testified that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. <clears throat> Love has been perfected amongst us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment, but he who fears has not been made perfect in love we love him because he first loved us thank you lord for your word it is his love that is perfect towards us there's no condition to it there's no question mark to it and it's personal it's always personal with god we will use the phrase nothing personal it's just business because once we make it personal we put conditions to it we put compromises to it but his personal has no conditions you would be so far Jeremiah 31 verse 3 says I have loved you with an everlasting love it's his unconditional love towards us that is perfect and listen very, very carefully. Although you're going to miss it, listen very carefully to this message. I'm going to go slowly. He chose to love us. He chose to go on that cross. He chose to commit to this relationship. 
Even with our sin and mistakes and our attitudes and our flaws, He still chose. This is what the Lord is showing me, that the world is gripped with fear. <clears throat> I've been following, um, I think it's Matthew. I need to get the scripture, uh, scripture right to give it to you. I don't want to misquote the Bible. Mark, sorry. <coughs> in Mark chapter one, uh, chapter one, verse thirty-five. Now, in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. This is in Mark chapter one. Jesus um, often he he woke up and he went to a solitary place, to a confined place, uh, uh, a place afar off early in the morning and it says before daylight even came he went and he prayed and there he got his revelation and the very next scripture says that his disciples came to him and his disciples uh, uh, came to where were you what was wrong you didn't tell us where you're going what, what, what is wrong with you you must tell us you must speak to us where where were we looking all over for you he didn't answer uh, their issues he didn't even even respond to the issues. He immediately told them, we need to go, uh, go to this place because I need to go and do the work of my father. Jesus didn't respond to offenses. He didn't, uh, didn't respond to people's issues and people's worries. He was constantly keeping his focus on his father's mission for his life. He kept his eyes focused on his father's work. He constantly sowed in prayer and he kept his eyes focused. And the Lord showed me this. Why are you concerned about the issues around you? Why are you concerned about the worries around you? Why are you concerned about the offenses, about being hurt? Keep your eyes focused on my vision, what I have called you to do, son. I have called you for this season, for this time. You are my chosen one that I have called you. So I have just, I, for the past couple of weeks, I've been getting up very early in the morning. And sometimes I went very early in the morning to the church, went and prayed in the church and came back and then got up my family to follow the scriptures, to follow what God is saying. And this whole week, my leaders and my pastors were praying with me. Every morning I will send them videos and they, they have been praying with me, interceding with me from nine to half past nine. From next week, we will be opening it up to the whole church and the videos that I'll be sending out, the, the leaders will sending out, will send it out to all of you as well. We'll be sending it out to everyone to stand with me, and to stand with me in prayer every morning from nine to half past nine. And this whole week, we have been praying just for the families of the church, just for you and I. We have been praying for just the families, for the love of God to increase in our homes, for the fear of God to come, uh, to be destroyed, and for the love of God to be realized in our homes so that faith may rise up. Let me explain this message. This is what the Lord has been showing me, that the world is gripped with fear. And where there is fear, there is no faith. And God cannot do anything without the faith of the people. That is a fact. God cannot do anything without your faith, 
without my faith. Faith moves the hands of God. It is impossible to please God without faith. I ask God, why? Why, Lord? Why is all of this happening? Why is this pandemic happening? Why is this virus gripping this world? I mean, think about it. <coughs> Excuse me. This is a serious matter. It is literally destroying the entire world from country to country to country. The economy, um, financial status, spiritual status, physical status, emotionally. It is destroying homes and families. What are we doing about it as a church? The answer is in the book of Acts chapter 11. The church was the answer. The disciples sent aid. The church sent aid. What are we doing as a church? What are we doing as a church to the people that need our help? And you might say, yes, but it takes money. It takes a lot of money to send aid. It's not just about sending hampers. And praise God, we have done so. It's not just about sending hampers. It's about sending the word of God. It's about us being the light to a dying world out there. It's about us telling people that Jesus is the answer. Let me show you the love of God. It's about us showing people that the love of God is uncomprehendable it is unfathomable it is an amazing perfect love and once we have a revelation of love perfection then the fear is going to be decreased and faith is going to rise up in the name of Jesus this is the hope that we need to send out to the dying world what are we doing as a church that is my question to you what are we doing as a church this is what the Lord is showing me. Ask him, why, Lord? Why is all of this happening? Firstly, you must realize that God did not create this virus and neither did the devil. Yes, God did not create this virus and neither did the devil. It came from an animal. Selah. Romans 8.28 tells us that God will work all things for good according to His purpose. In other words, through this we will see His glory. <coughs> he didn't bring it about, but through this we will see His glory. This will turn out for His glory if we, the saints, do the right thing. So I asked Him why. And this was his answer. Early, early in the morning. I was right here in my closet. <coughs> this is my bedroom, by the way. I was right here in my closet. On my knees. Early in the morning, it's very, very dark. My family was asleep. And I asked the Lord, why, Lord, is this happening? And this was his answer. Because the world needs to realize my love. The world needs to realize my love. And the only way to realize my love is to overcome fear. The only way to realize my love is to overcome fear. Fear is gripping the world. The world revolves around fear. We have different fears for different things. We fear this, we fear that, we fear. We, we are fearing so many different things. And the world is gripped by fear. 
And the only way to overcome fear is to realize my perfect love. Because it is only my perfect love that casts out all fear. And it is only when fear is destroyed, then faith will rise. I know I'm repeating myself so many times. You might say, yeah, okay, we got it. No, we haven't got it. Let's look at the word overcome, overcome fear, overcome, over. You need to get over it. It's there, it's not going to move. It's a boulder, it's a rock in front of you. You need to get over it. You need to jump over. That rock is not going to move. You can walk, that rock is not going to move. The angels are going to carry you over. You're not going to go through it, you're going to be carried over. You need to jump over over it get over it tell your loved one next to you please get over it jump over it <coughs> second part uh, of that word come overcome overcome come what does the bible say about the word overcome faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. What is the word? Faith. Wait, what is the word? John 1.1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was God. So what does the Bible say thereafter? 1 John chapter 4, verse 8 and 16 says, God is love. So what is the word? The word is love. God and the word is one. God is love. So the word is love. So Romans 10, 17 means that faith comes by hearing the word of love. Faith comes by hearing the word of love. Love perfection. The perf perfect love of God. And in order for faith to arise to rid the world of this virus, fear needs to fall. <coughs> Excuse me. And what's going to cast out fear? The perfect love of God. Revelation of love perfection. Tell your loved one. Revelation of love perfection. When my people realize that my perfect love, fear will not exist and faith will arise. And one can put 1,000 to flight and two, 10,000. Tell me how many people have been affected already by this virus so far? There's enough angels to remove this virus. This is not a pandemic of a virus. This is a pandemic of fear. Let me explain. All sicknesses and diseases, Jesus took it on the cross and destroyed it on the cross. Amen? Philippians chapter 2. 9 and 10 says, God has ex highly exalted him and given him the name that is above every other name. <coughs> that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow uh, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. So everything that has a name must bow to the name of Jesus. And this virus has a name. What is his name? COVID-19. 
We are living in a pandemic not of this virus. We are living in a pandemic of fear. This is a pandemic of fear in the spirit realm. This is a, a pandemic of fear. Trust me in what I'm saying. I have a track rec- tr- track record. Please trust me in what I'm saying. I say this with all humility. I know the voice of the Lord and I know when he shows me things and when he is speaking and he told me this very very clearly. This is not a pandemic of a virus. That virus was destroyed long time ago. That virus is just a symptom. This is a pandemic of fear that is gripping the world. Fear. The word fear. <coughs> the word fear. The Hebrew word for the word fear is fear. Fear in Greek is Phobos, the noun is phobia. The root word phobos means flight, a lifting up. Fear lifts up stress. It lifts up anxiety. It lifts up worry. It lifts up unworthiness. It lifts up I'm not good enough. I have fear that what if she leaves me? What if he leaves me like the last guy? I have fear that what if she has another guy like the last girl I went out with? There is no pandemic of a virus. This virus is only a symptom. The root problem is fear my people fear fear the root problem is fear and people are more conscious of fear and are forgetting his perfect love for us perfect love casts out all fear the phrase fear not or do not fear it's over 80 times in the bible God almighty continually says do not fear fear not the bible always tell it's it is the it is the most commandment it is the one commandment that is spoken the most amount of times fear not do not fear fear not do not fear over 80 times you can google the stats second timothy says god has not given us a spirit of fear the reason why god speaks about fear so much There's so much of stories about fear, so much of teachings on fear. The reason being is because once there is fear, it is a powerful source, a powerful tool that the enemy uses. And once there is fear, nobody will remember the perfect love of God. And once we forget the perfect love of God, there will be no faith. And once there is no faith, Christianity will cease to exist. We will just be playing church, just having church, and we will not be the church. The people that are not the church, they'll be the ones reaping and doing all the work and lifting up and running everything. They'll be running government. They'll be running society. They'll be running our schools. They'll be running our jobs. They'll be running uh, countries and the church will just be in the background the sphere is killing the world <coughs> but still you don't see the love of god 
you don't see you don't see change this fear is it, 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 listen to me very very carefully this fear is destroying people it's destroying the church it's destroying people but still people don't want to change we want the virus to come to an end but we don't want to change to love we want the virus lord please heal this land of the virus i'm so tired of this virus i'm so tired of just sitting in my home but we don't want to change lord please give off your love show us your love heal this land but we still want to hate oh wait wait people don't like the word hate and the ones that don't like the word hate are the ones that show more hate than anything else people don't like the word uh, haters uh, uh, and there's this haters around and um, uh, they don't like the word hate but the same people that don't like that word hate are the same people that will show you i can hate you i will choose who i want to love and i will choose who i want to hate and this virus the of fear is destroying the land but we don't want to surrender to him <coughs> we don't want to surrender to the cross we don't want to surrender to jesus but we still we don't want to change but we want to see but we're pastoral you being a bit uh, but aggressive now uh, but uh, arrogant don't don't you miss being being out and being normal don't you miss the normal don't you miss going to work with your window down and the music is bumping oh yeah okay okay oh you got to show me love don't you miss having those moments don't you miss going to work normally being around friends and families wait, wait, wait. don't you miss going to church and listening to live praise and worship and listening to my voice over the sound system wait, wait, forget about my voice but don't you miss going to church in our church building come on faith joburg come on church we need to change ourselves We need to change the way we act. We are the answer. We need to show the love of God. You know, <coughs> I had I had the the privilege once we went to a pastor's meeting and I had the privilege of <coughs> meeting with Pastor Art Boshoff. We don't know who that is, uh, um, the senior director of uh, CRC Churches. And I and I was speaking to him and and I and while I'm while I'm speaking to him Then I asked him, uh, Pastor Art, how is it that you have so much, um, like, you know, you so... Uh, and then I was hesitant to say it, and then he looked at me and said, uh, what, so arrogant and straightforward? And he said, no, it's fine, you can, answer, you can ask a question. Why I'm so arrogant and straightforward? I said, well, not in so many words, but yes. Why? They said, Rowan, let me tell you a story. Today the church the leaders of the church we more worried about taking care of the people who are offended who are who are upset about things rather than taking care of church and being the light to the world and raising up the church and doing church we more worried about just playing church and keeping everybody cozy and everybody happy let everybody be happy or oh, you offended by this no let me deal with your offense no 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 if you offended by what i'm saying then that means you are guilty please deal with your offense sila 
I'm sorry for being arrogant, being rude. I'm your senior pastor. I can't just give you a message that's going to lift you up, that's going to that's gonna give you a hope and a future and let you shout, yay, amen. I have to also chastise. I have to also correct you. I also have to give you a message that's going to make you realize we need to change our minds. We need to change our thinking. I, I, I'm tired of seeing people just love on who we want to love and then hate on everybody else. No, no, don't tell me God spoke to you if you cannot show love, man. Don't tell me that the Spirit led you if you cannot show love. <coughs> don't tell me that this is what the Lord showed you and you are praying and you are praying and you are interceding and you are praying by faith and you are praying in the Holy Ghost, but yet you cannot show love. How can we be Christians if we cannot show the uncompromising, perfect love of God to all? Is that not what Jesus said? And we call ourselves Christ, Christians. How can we call ourselves Christians if we cannot be Christ-like? He showed love to all. I cannot show love to just a few people. I have to show love to all. We are Christians. Come on. And the, the, the Lord, thank you, Jesus. When the Lord speaks to the church, he will speak only to the set man of God. He will speak only to the senior pastor of the church. And if he gives a commandment to anybody else, he will confirm it to the set man of the house, the senior pastor of the church. Yes, he will. That is the order of God because he is a God of order. He is a God that ordained order. He is a God that, 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 that spoke order into the church. Uh, the church is being okay we need to have a meeting here we need to have this uh, intercession we need to have this prayer here we need to do this no no wait, wait, stop God is a God of order and we need to start showing love we need to start changing our lives changing our hearts we need to stop fighting amongst one another and showing who is better and no 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 I am your senior pastor I have served my parents for the past over 20 years and I, have, and, and I have stayed in the background lifting them up, raising them up, lifting the vision that God gave them. I served them. I served the church. I came a long, long way. I was one of the last ones to get ordained. I served in the ushering. I served sweeping the, ch the church, setting the chairs. I served setting the sound system. I served re leading the band. I served uh, doing the work of the band even though I didn't have the title as leader. I served under the pastors of the church. I grew under the leadership of my parents, listening to them, watching them. I served and I served and I served. And now this is my season. This is my moment. This is my time. This is a time that God has ordained me. This is a time that God has called me to lead the church with the vision of love. I didn't choose it like Paul didn't choose it. I didn't and choose it. God has called me. God has chosen me for this time. And as your senior pastor, I am the one that has to give you direction, that will give you direction. And this is what the Lord is saying to the church. We need to show love to the people. And if anything is happening in the church, he will confirm it through me. He will confirm it through me.
I'm sorry if I offended you. I'm sorry if you have taken offense to what I'm saying. I know I sound arrogant. But I'm tired of not being in the norm and God has promised the norm will come but you need to realize my people need to realize my love we cannot choose who we want to love and hate on others and love just a few no we need to love all we need to show love to all and recently I've been seeing with my own eyes how we can show that I I will show you how I hate you. I will show you how I dislike you. I will show you how I don't like what you have done. But we want to prophesy here. We want to show this is what God has shown me. We want to pray here. Uh stop praying. Stop praying. Stop telling me what God has shown you and start show me love. Show me the word of God. Show me love. This is what the word of God is. Love. The word of God is not prophecy. The word of God is love. start showing me love fear is killing the world and we need to start showing love unto the people and pastor at told me we need to stop being worried about the offense of people and start focusing on the ministry of Jesus and start doing church and i came back with those words and i asked the lord lord show me through your scriptures and jesus took me through his scriptures and showed me not once was he ever ever concerned about the offenses of people he never take take his time to worry about the offenses of the pharisees even the offenses of the disciples he ignored it completely and he concentrated on the work of his father to show the love of his father unto his people please forgive me if i sound arrogant please forgive me i'm sorry but i'm tired of what is going on the enemy is running around destroying our land and i'm tired of seeing what is happening the church needs to stand together that's why every morning We as a church will stand together from 9 to half past 9 praying together. We will intercede together in one accord and I'm telling you this as your senior pastor. This is what Faith Joburg will do. Every one of you and if you don't take heed to my word, you be judged. You be judged. This is what we will have to do. We will stand together in unity. We have to stand in unity together with oneness. the the power of unity acts chapter 12 the power of unity and we have to stand together praying to get every morning monday to friday 9 to half past 9 we will pray together and i will give direction as your senior pastor as what we need to pray for and we will pray together and trust me when we see the love of god rise in the church we will see fear being destroyed and we will see the lord being lifted up and this pandemic coming to an end in the name of jesus the enemy is having a joy ride with the church he didn't bring the virus but he is using the storm of the virus to bring in a pandemic of fear why so that people will forget his perfect love Remember he is not interested in how many people die. He's not interested in how many people die. He wants to destroy the throne. He wants to destroy the word. He wants to destroy Jesus. So he he will use anything to make people forget about his word. 
The enemy is on a playing field right now and he's the only player. Church, we have to get on that playing field and start being the opposition. We have to renew our minds with his perfect love. Remember his love and it will overcome fear. You want to get back to the norm, back to work, our kids back to school, back to shopping, back to hugging, back to kissing. Then stop complaining. Get on the battlefield. <coughs> stop complaining about the government. Government doesn't have the answer. They are only still pain. That is what government is. Who is only still pain? It will it'll help for a while, but then the pain comes back the next day. Church, we are the answer. The church of Jesus Christ. Government is only dealing just with uh, just with the symptom. The root problem is fear. The root problem is fear. Jesus is the answer, the perfect love of God. You ever heard that phrase, Jesus is the answer? I was in a mall once and I saw this in a bathroom door. If Jesus is the answer, what is the question? Well, now the world knows what the question is. The question is COVID-19? Question mark. The question is pandemic? The answer is Jesus. Jesus is the answer. This is the love of God, the uncompromising, unwavering, unshattering love of God. This is the love of God that you took all my sin, all my shame, all my heartache and hurt and my diseases and sicknesses and you put it on the cross and you destroyed it on the cross and by your shed blood I am restored and made whole and now I am cleansed and I am your righteousness. This is the love of God that you have loved me with an everlasting perfect love and you are the most high God the most high God no name and no other is higher for you are most high and now I am heirs of the father and I am joined heirs to the son who makes intercession for me and the spirit of Jesus who lives in me makes intercession for me with groanings that cannot be uttered and can only be understood by God himself this is the perfect love of God. Revelation of love perfection. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This is the perfect love of God. This is the answer to COVID-19. This is the cure for this pandemic. This is the cure for COVID-19 and this pandemic season. The season will pass. The season will pass, but it's only when the people start realizing and have a revelation of his perfect love. And in order to have a revelation of his perfect love, we, the church, have to stand together in love. We have to be united in love and give of his love unto the people out there, unto the world out there, and tell them Jesus is the answer. And then only we will see fear being destroyed. And when fear is destroyed, faith will be lifted up and Jesus will be glorified this pandemic season will be over in the name of Jesus. I speak to you this word by the Spirit of God. I spent countless hours on my knees, church. I know you might be offended. You might be hurt. 
But I'm sorry, I cannot look at your offense. I have to look at the work of the Lord, the work of my father, the work that God has called me to do as your senior pastor. I have to give you this word because I prayed it on my knees and I cried out to God, why is this happening? And he told me, tell my people about my love. There's too much of hate going on. There's too much of pride going on. There's too much of bickering. There's too much of frustration. There's too much of hurt and pain in my church. Churches are fighting with churches. Bands are fighting with bands. Worshippers are fighting with worshippers. We need to get on our knees and stand together as a church and pray. We need to stand together and give God all the glory in love. Hold your brother's hand that you've been hating for all these years. Hold your sister's hand that you cannot even speak to and say, never mind, we might be different, but we need to stand together with the love of God. Come on, church. Don't tell me how much you pray, how much you prophesy, how much you know the word. Show me the love of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm on my knees every day for this church to see the love of God rise, to see the love of God rise. And it hurts me to see the things I see on social media, the things I see sometimes on different platforms to see how people do things to hurt the church and self-righteously don't even realize how what we are doing to hurt the church. We need to stand together as a church and give off His perfect love Otherwise, I'm telling you this by the Spirit of God. This pandemic will never end. It will go on and on until this entire world is wiped off clean. Trust me in what I'm saying. The only answer to this pandemic and this virus is the Lord Jesus Christ and His perfect love. Revelation of love, perfection. I pray that you have received this word, my people. I pray that you have received this word. I served for many years, and the day my dad handed over to me, the Lord anointed me to be your, your servant, to be your senior pastor. The Lord speaks to the church through me. This is what he has called me to do. This is the mandate he has given me. He has placed all of you under my care. He has trusted me with your souls. It is for me to give you the word of God. So stop doing all what you are doing. Stop everything else and listen to my voice. Please, I am your set man of God giving you the word of the Lord. Please listen to what I'm saying. We need to show the love of God. Please, we need to show the love of God. Thank you, Jesus. If you will, stand up to your feet right now. If you will, stand up to your feet. 
stand up to your feet. If you are with me, you are truly with me. You truly will stand with me through this time, putting away your offenses. You might be offended by this word, deal with it. I'm sorry I cannot deal I cannot worry about your offense, you deal with it. We have to do the work of the Lord. We have to continue the work of the Lord. I cannot waste my time worrying about your offenses. I have to there, there is no time for that. Time is limited. We have to spend time in the work of the Lord. Go and study uh X <clears throat> X chapter 6. X chapter 6 speaks about Stephen. Speaks about the disciples were in prayer. They were in prayer and then there arose issues in the church. They said we cannot deal with this. We cannot see to tables. We have to spend even more time now in the presence of the Lord and then they chose Stephen. They chose uh, seven men, is it? Who full of reputation and of the Holy Spirit not to go and preach the word to see to the needs of the church to see to the to to the issues of the church the issues of the people because the senior men of God the men that were called to lead the church to give word were the ones that had to sit at the feet of Jesus so that they could deliver word that was anointed Acts chapter 6 speaks about leadership And I pray that you will that you will understand what I'm saying. That you will understand what I'm saying if you're standing with me. If you are truly with me, please stand to your feet. Please don't stand because I'm asking you to because your family might say, "Please if you don't want to stand, don't stand. I respect you. I love you. This is nothing personal. Please uh, 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 is not even business i love you it is my job my function to love you no matter what you say you might tell me the worst of things i will still love you i will still be on my knees loving you this is what god has called me to do but if you cannot stand with this word right now then please don't stand up but if you truly ask want to stand with me with this word stand to your feet stand to your feet throw your hands up throw your hands up in the name of Jesus father i pray and you will turn our lives around you will change our hearts you'll transform and renew our thinking so that we may be love we may be love because we are christians and your perfect love will show from us and your perfect love i pray will grow in your church and in the churches and will grow in the church and in growing in the church it will grow in the communities and grow in our nation and nations and fear will be destroyed in the name of Jesus we are the church and we are going to get on that battlefield we are going to get on that playing field and we are going to tell the enemy in his eyes in the name of Jesus i rebuke you i destroy you every fear comes to not and the love of god is going to grow in the name of jesus thank you lord thank you lord we give you the praise we give you the glory and as your love increases fear decreases 
And as your perfect love increases, faith will rise and heal this land of this pandemic season in the name of Jesus. And we will go back to the norm. I give you the praise and the glory and the honor. Lord, I've done your work. I've done what you've called me to do, Lord. I give you all the glory. I give you all the glory. I think none for myself. It is all yours, Lord. Let your name be seen. Let your face be seen. Not my name, not Nell and I, not our faces, but it's you, Lord. It is Jesus' ministry. And you've given us the, the ability, the chance to run Faith Joburg under Jesus' ministry. I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you will touch us, heal our land, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor, in the name of Jesus. And everybody says, Amen and Amen and Amen. Well, God bless you. The Lord love you. The Lord keep you. I know this was a long message. I'm five minutes short of one hour. Um, just a few announcements I will leave to you. We have changed the name from Faith Mercy Family Church to Faith Joburg. Please remember, it is not Faith Mercy Family Church to Faith Joburg. It is not Faith Joburg to Faith Mercy Family Church. The name of the church is Faith Joburg under Jesus' ministry. Faith Joburg. Okay, please uh, respect that. Wherever there is the name, the billboard across um, across the, the land that has to be changed as well. Wherever there is the name, Faith Mercy Family Church, we are slowly changing. This is what the Lord instructed us. This is what there, there is. You know me by now. There is nothing that I do without doing it, making a decision first on my knees. There is nothing that I do without hearing the voice of the Lord first. Everything Nell and I do, we do it first on our knees. That is number one. Number two, every morning prayer, everyday morning prayer, intercession from nine to half past nine, it's open to the whole church, to everybody that, 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 that desires to, that can. We will be sending out videos every morning, short videos, just one minute videos to the leaders as to what we are going to be praying for. They will be sending out those videos to y'all every week, every day. So to give direction as to what we need to pray for. Please stand with us um, in the name of Jesus. Amen. We love you. We appreciate you. We pray that you have a blessed Sunday and a, a blessed week. Please be safe. In the name of Jesus, thank you so much. God bless you, family of God. In the name of Jesus, we love you. We really do. I really do. Thank you so much. God bless you.